This is Women Rabble Podcast. Today, we're starting a new series called The Women That Ever Comes. Our topic for today is The Conquered Women. Through this series, we'll be seeing how we can become women that overcome sin and the devil. We'll be seeing how God, working in us and through us, we can overcome anything. Today, we'll be seeing how Eve became the first conquered woman to live. We all know the story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, how Eve was deceived by the serpent and ate the fruit that God had told her not to. Then she gave it to her husband. Sisters, from then on, we are now enslaved to sin. But then, because of Jesus coming, we are now free from sin. Instead, we are enslaved to God, and that is a wonderful thing, sisters. Who are you slave to? Are you slave to money? Are you a slave to your husband? Or even your children? Sisters, remember, don't be enslaved to anything but God. God is the only slave master that you are worthy to be a slave to. Do not be slave to your money, your job. Do not neglect your time of prayer with God. Sisters, do not be enslaved to anything on this earth. Because this earth is not everything. Deborah shouldn't be Nazika's father on this matter. Thank you, Father God, for this privilege again. Thank you for all my listeners and what you have in your heart for us as we begin this new series. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to welcome you onto Women in Revival podcast. It's a privilege to have you on board and I am praying that the Lord will speak to your heart even as we journey through this short series. This is going to be a three-day series but I am praying that the Lord will equip your heart. The Lord will engage your heart and encourage your heart. In this new series, we are looking at the woman that overcomes. The woman that overcomes. Without any shadow of doubt, you will agree with me that women are battling all sorts of things. Women are being harassed here and there. To some of you, it is your health. To some of you, it is with your children. To some of you, it is your marriage. To some of you, it is your relatives. To some of you, it is financial difficulty. Yet in this series, I am trusting the Lord to speak to you as regard the woman that overcomes. The plan of God, the purpose of God for womanhood is that we overcome. Why? It is because he himself had already overcome on behalf of the woman. So I am using this privilege to encourage you to buckle up even as we journey through this three-day series. You can go back to our website, www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk to get any episode you might have missed or any other series or blogs. Our website is loaded with resources. And if you need to contact us, go on our website. Everything that you need, you will find it there. Amen. Today, I want us to look at the conquered woman. The conquered woman. When God made the woman in the beginning, 
she wasn't conquered she was a victorious woman so let us go to genesis chapter 2 we will read verse 16 to 17 we will read a couple of scriptures even as we take this episode the conquered woman genesis 2 16 to 17 says and the lord god commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die now this is genesis chapter 2 when god made man in the beginning god put man in the garden of eden and god gave him authority over all his creation and then god said you can eat of every tree in this garden there were trees that were good for sightseeing there were trees that were good for food just name everything and anything that man needed god made available even for him so in verse 17 now the bible says god said to adam that of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it so god haven't said to him that look of every tree feel free to eat from them except for one tree which is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for the day you eat of that tree you shall surely die the day you eat of that tree then you become conquered what i have put in you is that that is victorious always for when god made man in the beginning god breathed into man the breath of life that which is like something of god the person of god poured into man and god said do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for when you eat that is the end of you now let us go to genesis chapter 3 we'll read verse 1 to 6 don't forget we are considering the conquered woman genesis 3 1 to 6 says now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the lord god had made and he said unto the woman yea have god said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden and the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden i hope you are seeing what we are reading remember in chapter 2 verses 16 to 17 god gave an instruction that look you can eat of every tree except from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and here now in chapter 3 we are being introduced to a personality we are told there was a serpent that was more subtle here now it is not just a physical serpent but it is the enemy of god impersonating the serpent using the vessel of the serpent to reach the woman so the serpent asked the woman did god say you should not eat of every tree in this garden then the woman also responded well we can actually eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden you see so now verse 3 but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden god have said ye shall not eat of it neither shall ye touch it lest ye die so in the conversation of the first woman eve with the serpent are you saying did god say you must not eat i thought our response should have been a yes or no but you know the nature of women 
we can talk and talk and talk and divulge secrets. We are not like Mary whom the Bible says she hid these things in her heart. So as the serpent asked her, she said, well, we can actually eat of every tree except from the tree in the garden. And even in the midst of her explanation, she said, God said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it. Exaggeration. So when a woman talks too much, she exaggerates. So anyway, that is not actually where I am focusing on in this episode. Now verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. The woman said, God said, if we eat, we shall die. The serpent said, you shall not surely die. Are you seeing this? The subtlety of the enemy. God said, you shall surely die. The devil says, you shall not surely die. And that is what he is still using to conquer womanhood today. He brings things that are contrary to God and introduces them to us, telling us, you taste of this, you take this up, you shall not surely die. Now in verse 5, For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Verse 6, The conquered woman. Let's see how she was conquered. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat, the conquered woman. God said, don't eat of this tree. The day you eat of it, you shall surely die. You shall be conquered. And the enemy of God is now here in the garden of Eden, tempting the woman, deceiving the woman, beguiling the woman, and she fell. How did she fall? The Bible says, when she saw what her eyes saw, and you know, women, this is something that is befallen many, many women in our time. Our eyes. Some of us have given our eyes to, you know, movies that we ought not to be watching. Medias that we ought not to be putting our eyes on. Some of us go shopping. You see this, you buy, you see that, you buy. Your eyes cannot let go. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, even though this was a tree that God said, do not eat of it because if you eat, it shall surely die. Even though the enemy of God has told her that you will not die. But I am also seeing that the way she saw what her eyes saw was the beginning of her being conquered. And also she saw that it was pleasant to the eyes. This was a woman that ever before she came, God provided her trees to sightsee, even in the Garden of Eden. But this particular tree that God says don't eat from became a tree that was pleasant to the eyes of Mother Eve, even to look upon. And it goes on, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. This was a woman that God made in his own image, a woman that God endowed with everything that she needed. A woman that God said, let us make a help meet for him. Everything, the wisdom she needed to operate as a help that man needed was all located inside the woman. But unfortunately, her eyes saw the tree 
as that that will make her wise. So what happened? She took of the fruit and did it and also gave to her husband. So the woman was conquered. In this Genesis chapter 3, she was conquered. Even though God had a glorious estate for the woman, even though God's plan for the woman was to be fruitful, was to multiply, was to have dominion. At this junction, the woman became conquered even by the serpents, by the enemy of God, the devil. And as we now go to verse 17 of that same Genesis chapter 3, it says, And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and as eating of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cost is a ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Wow. So since woman had been conquered, she who was supposed to be the help that met the man's need became a stepping stone, a staircase, a ladder for her husband to fall also. So a curse came upon her husband and because she was taken out of man, the curse that befell her husband automatically became hers also. So God says, curse is the ground for your sake and in sorrow you shall eat of it all the days of your life. So we see here, since that encounter that Eve had with the serpent, she became accursed. She became conquered. She could no longer fulfill the plan of God. She could no longer fulfill the purpose of God. She could no longer fulfill the reason why she was brought in into the Garden of Eden. And actually, later on in that chapter 3, she was sent out, out of her primary purpose, out of her primary home, out of God's plan for her life. She became a wanderer the conquered woman i am praying that the lord will engrave his word into your heart before i finish today's episode i want us to read romans chapter 1 verses 25 to 32 so that we can begin to pick a few manifestations a few character a few qualities of the conquered woman from verse 25 romans chapter 1 who changed the truth of god into a lie are you saying God gave the man and the woman truth in the beginning. The day you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. But we saw how the enemy came and changed the same. And the woman accepted the word of the enemy and, you know, discarded what her husband told her. Discarded what the Lord told her husband. And she embraced lie. So, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is bled forever amen so what are we saying a conquered woman would rather serve creation so she will serve angel today she will serve her beauty today she will labor to beautify herself she will serve creation instead of serving her creator and i don't know what you are serving also i don't know what has enslaved your life Maybe for you, you have become addicted. Maybe you are depressed. Maybe you are suffering from anxiety. God says there is a way out for you. 
Now verse 26. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. This is the characteristics of the fallen nature of the conquered woman. She changed the natural use of her womanhood against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, bound in their lust one toward another, men with men, walking that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. Verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate, reprobate mind to do things which are not convenient. You see, a conquered woman. A conquered woman cannot retain God in her knowledge. So what happened? She's been given up to a reprobate mind. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication. Are you seeing the attributes of a conquered woman? Unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. 32. Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. The conquered woman. A conquered woman is a backbiter. A conquered woman is a hater of God. She says, well, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. A conquered woman is despiteful. She's proud. She's boastful. She competes with others. She envies others. She's full of envy. She's jealous of others. A conquered woman. Are you a conquered woman? Has the enemy conquered any aspect of your life? How is life with you? The plan of God, the purpose of God for womanhood is to thrive, is to be successful in the plan, in the purpose, and in the goal of God. But unfortunately, since Genesis chapter 3, womanhood suffered a great blow. And womanhood continued to suffer blows unless the woman is redeemed. Unless the woman is delivered, womanhood continues to battle even in our heart. Depression is high among the female folk. Anxiety is high among the female folk. Addiction, substance abuse is growing higher and higher among the female folk. Many of us we've turned to substance abuse. Many of us we've turned to all sorts of things. But again and again, it is clear that there is no victory in these things. The only victory for us is in Christ Jesus. And I am praying that as you discover this victory, you will settle into him. You will receive him. You will walk in him. And you will rest into the victory that Christ gives 
to as many women that are willing to receive him amen This is Women Revival Podcast. Today, we are continuing a series called The Women That Overcomes. Our topic for today is God's provision for her victory. We have been seeing how Eve in the Garden of Eden rebelled against God and ate the fruit he told her not to. Now, we are seeing how God, in spite of what Eve and Adam did, in spite of what the serpent did, God still put a person to redeem humanity. God still put a person, God still made a prophecy that one would come who would not violate any of the things that God had said. God still said that he would send his own son, a person from the lineage of David. Sisters, God has made a provision for you and a provision for me. Will you not take this to heart and thank God for all that he has done? In the Garden of Eden, though Eve and Adam failed, God said that there will be one who would come who would not fail. Deborah Shinobi, now take us further on this subject. Father God, I just want to thank you for your heart cry, your longing for the female folk. Thank you for the desire in your heart to bring us into the victory that you have provided for us even never before the fall in the Garden of Eden. As we journey through this short series, please use it, Lord, as your means of freedom for as many that will be going through this series. I don't know what life is throwing at the listeners of this particular series but you know i am praying that you will bring them into the victory that is already available even for them in jesus name amen i want to thank you once again for still taking the time to join with us on this particular series the woman that overcomes i am praying that you will find it as a means to help you in your journey in life and if you have a need of counseling do feel free to contact us go to our website www.ocoffrighteousness.co.uk or call plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five and actually on our website every information you need be it email numbers whatsoever is available for you and if there's any series you've missed you can go back to our website to access them and to download our app or whatsoever you just need just go on our website amen last time on women in revival as we continue the woman that overcomes we saw yesterday that the woman became conquered as we looked at the conquered woman when god made the woman in the beginning genesis chapter 2 
So God's plan was to make an help that met the man's need. So God made that. God made the woman in his image and God blessed the woman. But unfortunately for the woman, by the time we get to chapter 3 of Genesis, the enemy deceived her and she fell into the advertisement of the enemy. And that was it. So the woman lost her glorious estate. She became a wanderer. Her purpose for living was redefined. So since then, the woman continued to battle one thing or another. So women continue to be conquered, conquered with addiction, conquered with life difficulty, conquered with difficult children, difficult marriages, just name it. And I know God had already made a way out for the women folk. So I am praying that as we join in today, you will journey with us and have an open heart to receive of God. Whatsoever it is that life is throwing at you, maybe you have a husband who have deserted you. Maybe for you, you are battling extramarital affair with your husband. Maybe for you, it is loneliness. I want to say to you, the gospel of Christ is the solution. So today, let us look at the provision for her victory. The provision for the victory of this conquered woman. So let us go again to the book of Genesis. Again, we are going to read a couple of scriptures. So Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 says, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So after the fall, after the woman was deceived, after the woman was conquered, between Genesis 3 verse 1 to verse 6, having taken of the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, God looked at the serpent and said to the serpent, I, God, will put enmity between you and the woman. So this is the gospel proclaimed. This is the first place the gospel is being proclaimed in the years of mankind. God said, I will do it actually. I am the one who is going to put enmity between you, the serpent, and the woman. Between the woman's seed and your seed. This woman's seed shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his head. And do you know that indeed the woman, the seed of the woman came, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. He was conceived of the Holy Spirit in the womb of Virgin Mary. He was the only man who was conceived without even the contribution of a man. So, the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. So, this is the victory. God announced the victory in that same garden of Eden immediately after the fall. The seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. It was as if God was saying, look the devil, you will not forever hold the woman captive. You will not forever conquer her. I am making a way out even through her. Her seed will bruise your head. So let us go and see how the Lord Jesus explains this to us. In John chapter 3, we read verse 3 to 6 and other couple of verses in that John chapter 3. 
So verses 3 to 16, Jesus answered and said unto him, Now this is Nicodemus who came to Jesus in the middle of the night. So Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So what are we seeing here? I am saying Jesus, saying a woman, Except you are born again, you cannot see victory. Except you are born again, you will forever remain a conquered woman. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Are you seeing? I believe this is a very logical question. Oh, you said they accept a man be born again. How can that happen? How can I be born again? I am a woman of 30-something years old. I am actually in my 60s, in my 70s, in my 40s, in my this and that. How can I be born again? I am already born. How can that be, be possible? So now in verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, that is, Truly, truly, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Victory is found in the kingdom of God. And except you are born again, except you are born of water and of the Spirit of God, you cannot enter. Then Jesus said in verse 6, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And that which is born of the flesh, my listener, is that that is already conquered. It is that life that always faces battle and the enemy will always conquer her. The life of the flesh is a life of failure. It's a life of being a victim and not a victor. But it is only the life that is born of the Spirit that has the capacity to be victorious. I am praying that the Lord will expand these things even to your heart. The Lord's provision for your victory. The provision for your victory. So let us go again and read John chapter 3, now verse 14 to 18. So Jesus here now wants to explain what it means to be born again. Since it is only those who are born again that will have the opportunity to be victorious. Even though this does not mean they will not face life battles. This does not mean they will not face life challenges and difficulty. But even in the midst of their life difficulty, the end result, whether here on this side of eternity or on that side of eternity is victory. So Jesus wants to show us now the way into this victory, which he calls being born again. Some denomination calls it the new birth experience. I will read from verse 14. John 3, 14 to 18 says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he have not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So Jesus now is showing Nicodemus what it means to be born again, the road into the victory. He says, it is as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. You know, when Moses and the children of Israel were journeying through the wilderness on their way to the promised land, in Numbers 21, God said to Moses, lift up the bronze serpent on the pole and as many that look away from the serpent that beat them on the ground. You know, the children of Israel, having complained and murmured against God and against Moses, God sent serpent into their midst that beat them. So as many that were beaten and suffering from the poison of the serpent, God said, tell them to look away from the poison and look up to the bronze serpent that God asked Moses to put on the pole. So as many that looked away from their pain, from the bite of the serpent, what happened? They were saved. So Jesus said the same thing that actually what Moses did was only a foreshadowing of the cross. What Moses did was only preparing the way for the Messiah to come, even to planet Earth and take the race of Adam to the cross. So as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, says so, even so, must. It is a must for the Son of Man to be lifted up. Why? So that if you, this conquered woman that is going through this series with us, if you believe in the crucified Jesus on the cross of Calvary, you will not perish in what life is throwing at you. But instead, even in the midst of your life difficulty, you will find eternal life. This is the love of God to mankind. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish. It is never the plan of God for you to perish in your life circumstance, in your life difficulty, in your life challenge. The plan of God is that even through your pain, through your difficulty, you are still a benefactor of everlasting life. But unfortunately, many women have actually, even women in the church, have been sidetracked from Christ because of what life is throwing at them. Verse 17 tells us that God sent not his son into this world to condemn the world. No. God actually sent him that through him, you might be saved. I might be saved. God's plan for Jesus to come is not to keep you in bondage. It's not to keep you as a conquered woman. Instead, he came to make you a victorious woman. Hence the reason why many women of old, through life affliction, through life difficulty, they did valiantly for the Lord. Why? 
they became born again. They looked up to Christ who was like that bronze serpent upon the cross. And as many that adhered to the finished work of Christ on Mount Calvary, they remained victorious regardless of what life was offering them. So verse 18 says, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believe not is condemned already. So if you believe in what Christ did at Calvary, then you enter into the victory that God spoke of in Genesis 3.15. The seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. And it had already happened at Calvary. It is your responsibility now, regardless of what life is offering you. Maybe the enemy has actually snatched all your children from your hands. Maybe all your children have become wayward. Maybe your marriage actually is about to pack up. God says, what you need is not to be filing divorce. What you need is not to be quarreling with your children. What you need is to receive the gift of God in the person of the Lord Jesus in his death at Calvary. It is in you believing that in his death indeed was your deliverance. He that believes in Christ's death is not condemned. It is those who refuse to believe that will continue to be condemned to be conquered by the enemy. He that believed not in the name of the only begotten Son of God will remain a conquered woman. Are you intending to remain a conquered woman? Or are you willing to take up even the sacrifice of the Father in offering his only begotten Son on your behalf to reverse what the enemy did through the serpent in the Garden of Eden? He had already pronounced the judgment, the seed of the woman. And this seed of the woman is the Lord Jesus. He came to bruise the head of the serpent on your behalf, on my behalf. All you have to do now is to believe. Believe in his death even for you. Let's read Romans chapter 10. I will read from verse 9 probably to verse 21 and if I need to jump, I will jump. Let's join it together. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Are you saying? In, it looks so simple, isn't it? God says, if you shall confess with your very mouth that Jesus died on the cross for you, and believe in that, then you shall be saved. Your situation may not necessarily change, but I tell you, your life will turn around. Then verse 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So there is the need to personally use your lips to confess Jesus as Lord over your life and over your life situation verse 11 for the scripture saith whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed whosoever believeth on jesus shall not be conquered verse 12 
For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. So this verse is saying to you, your ethnic group, your ethnic background is not the matter. Your color is not the matter. Your descent is not the matter. What matters is that you call upon the Lord even as you journey through this series with us. Verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If only you call upon his name, you shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed our report. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what is the Lord saying? How will you hear if nobody preaches it to you? So you are being preached to now. No matter what your life situation is, don't occupy yourself with your life situation. God says, I am showing you the way out. Except you are born again. Except you look up to Jesus on the cross of Calvary. Except you believe in what Jesus did on the cross for you. There is no other way out. I am praying that in hearing the word this moment, you will believe. You will not go on even in unbelief. Now I will go to verse 20. But Isaiah is very bold and saith, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. So are you seeing? Do you think this broadcast is coming to you by chance? No. God orchestrated it in order to grant you his victory. Hence the reason why you are listening, why you are going through this. Verse 15 now says, But to Israel he said, All day long I have stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gay-saying people. God is stretching his hands to you. God is extending his love to you. God wants to walk on your behalf. God wants to be with you in the midst of what life is throwing at you. But you have a responsibility to turn to God, to respond to God, to believe in the death of his only begotten son on the cross of, of Calvary. Romans 5.17 says, For if by one man's offense, that reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. So through Adam and Eve, through the person of Adam, death came. Woman who became conquered. Here the Bible says, there is another one, there is another person who also came. Through whom you can receive abundant life you can receive victory and who is that person it is the lord jesus what actually caught my attention in this romans 5 17 is where it says much more they which receive are you willing to receive the lord jesus 
into your life, into your heart. Maybe you are an atheist. Maybe you go to church, but you don't necessarily have a personal journey with the Lord. Maybe your journey of faith has been shallow. Christ says, begin with me. Believe in what I did for you on the cross. And let's begin a one-to-one journey together. Romans 8 verse 37 also says, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. So what is he saying to us? Even though our situation may not necessarily change, but there is a joy that God gives to those who come to put their hope, their trust, even in him. That in all life throws at them, they know that their portion is that of a conqueror. So in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. This is what Christ is offering you. The victory that made you a conqueror happened through Christ's death at Calvary. It is not through your praying. It is not through your reading of the Bible. It is not through your going to church. It is not through your evangelism. It is through you putting your hope, your trust in what Christ did at Calvary. You know, last time we saw even the characteristics of a conquered woman, how they are backbiters, gossipers, vile, and just name it. But their victory is found in the God-man's death on the cross of Calvary. And I am praying that you will not throw away the gift of God in the death of his son Jesus on Mount Calvary. I am praying that you will accept him. You will confess with your mouth that he is Lord. And you come and be enlisted into the midst of his conquering children. I don't know, maybe you want us to pray together. Shall we pray? Father God, I just want to thank you for all my listeners. I don't know who is listening to me right now. Who is battling challenges regarding their marriages, their children, whatsoever. I pray for them, Lord, that you will open their hearts indeed to see you, Jesus, who became accursed, who became as the seed of the woman and bruised the head of the serpent on the cross. Bring them to that place of receiving you, of confessing you as their Lord and their Savior. Bring them to that place of doing away with sin and all it represents so that they can be enlisted to be part of your conquering daughters. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. This is Women in Revival Podcast. Today, we are finishing a series called The Women That Overcomes. Our topic for today is The Women That Overcomes. We have been seeing from the beginning of this podcast how Eve ate fruit that God told her not to and how she now brought sin to the world. Today, we'll be seeing how God indeed 
After making a prophecy that someone would come, he would free everyone from sin. Now, we see how God has made us women who can overcome one. God sent his son, Jesus. We all know the story of how Jesus lived, was crucified, buried, and then rose from the dead. But do we know how much this means to us? How through this, through what Jesus did for us on that cross, through him even just coming down from heaven, we are now women who can overcome. We can overcome what? We can overcome the sins and all the pleasures of this world. We can overcome money, jobs, you know, we can overcome the things that we were enslaved to before because of what Jesus did for us. Because God sent his son, we are now women that overcome. Sisters, take this title and make it your own. Go to God and ask him to indeed make you a woman that can overcome all the things of this world. Ask him, say that, Lord, I give my life to you. Make me a woman that can overcome. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this matter. Heavenly Father, thank you for this series. Though short, but we are grateful for your intention for us, the female folk. Thank you for the victory that you have already accomplished for us, which you are just inviting us to come and enter into. Even as we finish this series today, just seal it up, O oh Lord, in our hearts. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to say thank you so much for joining with us throughout this short series, The Woman That Overcomes. And I am praying that the Lord will make you a woman that overcomes daily. The honest truth is that this world is a battleground. Both believers and unbelievers face this battle daily. But what differentiates Christians from non-Christians is the fact that they have gone to the cross to take the death of Jesus for their lives. So that becomes a platform of victory for every aspect of their journey here on earth. I can't promise you that after this series, things will just go on dory, you know. No, life is like roses. A, ro a, a, a rose tree has both thorns and flowers. But the beauty for us is that whether thorns or the tender flowers makes no difference for a child of God. Why? Christ makes the difference in our lives. So I am praying that you will settle into him. You will discover him the more. Amen. So today as I round up this series, I want us to look at the woman that overcomes. You see, the woman that overcomes. Last time we saw the provision that God made for her victory. Even though she became conquered in the Garden of Eden, God did not stop there. God went ahead and made a provision for her victory. And that provision is continuous as long as she stands upon that provision. 
So the woman that overcomes. As you face this battle today, as another comes tomorrow, you know you are standing on the platform of victory. So let us go again and read a couple of verses. Let's start with John chapter 3, verse 3. I am reading from King James Version. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So I am saying that for me, I am seeing God saying, Look, except you are born again, you cannot experience daily victory. The woman that overcomes today, tomorrow and forever is that woman that is born again. That woman that have gone to the cross of Christ to accept, to receive what Jesus did for her on the cross. 1 John chapter 5 verses 4 to 5 also says, For whatsoever is born of God, are you saying, whatsoever is born of God, that is, whatsoever is born again, whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Are you saying? So, whatsoever, whether you are British, whether you are American, whether you are African, whatsoever background you come from, as long as you are born of God, whether you are educated, whether you are unlearned, as long as you are born again, then you can overcome the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Says, this is the victory that overcomes the world. And what is that victory? Our faith. Our faith in what Jesus did on the cross. Not our struggling with our husbands, not our struggling with our children, not our filing divorce, not our turning to substance for the way out, but our faith in Jesus. Verse 5 says, Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Woman, do you believe? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that God gave His Son as a propitiation for your sin? Do you believe that you were part of Eve in the Garden of Eden? Do you believe that in the fall of Eve was your fall? Do you believe that in the conquering of Eve, in, the, in, in Eve being conquered by the devil in the Garden of Eden, that you were also conquered? Do you believe that in Christ coming as the seed of the woman to bring victory to mankind, do you believe that in his death is your victory? He that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Do you believe or do you think, well, that's religion? Christ did not come to offer us religion. He came to offer humanity victory from the, from the power of sin. Victory to go through life victoriously. And I am praying that 
you will embrace him. For me, life took a huge turnaround since I believed that he is the son of God. Since I believed in his death for me on Mount Calvary. My life has not been without challenges and difficulty and battles. But the beauty for it for me is that I have one who is my forerunner. Who had gone ahead for me in every battle. He only says, Deborah, sit down and see how I battle on your behalf. For the battle that faces me is a battle he had already won on the cross of Calvary. Do you believe in him? Whatsoever is born of God, whosoever is born again, overcomes the world. Maybe for you, your battle is an addiction. Maybe you are addicted to shopping. You are addicted to alcohol. You are addicted to tobacco. You are addicted to sex. God says, I have already made a way out for you. It is item to arise and step and collect the victory that God had already provided for you through his son's death on the cross. Romans chapter 5 verse 12 to 18 further this for us. I want us to read it together. It says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Are you seeing? By one man sin entered, by Adam sin entered, and death through that, and this death passed on to all. Battle was passed on to all. If not for that fall, there would have been no battle to fight. Now verse 13 says, For until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that have not sinned. After the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come? I love the way where my daughter explained this, explained this some days ago. That if we look at that verse 13 and verse 17, it is bracketed, it is paraphrased. And it is bringing to us something significant. Even though it says all have sinned, for that all have sinned, whether you were there when Eve did it, or you say, well, I wasn't there. The honest truth is that you have sinned. Sin brought battle. Sin, sin brought trouble. Sin, the cause of everything that we are seeing all over our world today is sin. The battles about from nations to nation, between nations, between families, you know, between ethnics, between communities is because sin stepped in in Genesis chapter 3. And verse 15 says, But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, many be dead. So if through the offense of Eve taking that fruit and giving it to Adam, all of us became dead, became conquered, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man. Who is that man? Jesus Christ. 
So through his death at Calvary, grace abounded to you also. Victory abounded to you. Verse 16. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. Are you saying? The judgment upon Adam, upon Eve, was, was by them to condemnation. In Adam and Eve, we became condemned. We became conquered. But if that is the end of the story, then we will forever be miserable. But the Bible says there is a free gift which is of, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. So the free gift of Jesus Christ brought us into justification, brought us into the platform of victory. Verse 17, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. So even though we became conquered through one man, Adam, even though we became conquered through the disobedience in the Garden of Eden, we are being told here in this verse 17 of Romans 5 that much more those who receive, those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. I am hoping that through this series you have received the person of the Lord Jesus. He's not another prophet. He's not another leader of a religious group. He is not another religion icon. He is the only begotten son of God. He became incarnate. He condescended to your level. He took upon himself humanity in order to come and identify with your life battle and to deliver you, to lead you out of your battle and make you a trophy of his victory. And verse 18 says, Therefore, as by one or as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. Through the offense in the Garden of Eden, condemnation came. We became enslaved to sin. We became enraged. We became enraptured even in battle. But so also, even better than that, is the righteousness of someone whose free gift, whose death on Mount Calvary brought humanity also unto justification of life, unto a victorious life. But this can only work for you if only you receive. The death of Jesus is actually for every human. He died that man be saved. He died to deliver us. But it is only those who received, who accepted his death on the cross that will walk, that will experience even this victory that I am talking of. In 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 14 to 15 we read, And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. 15. Notwithstanding, 
the woman shall be saved in childbearing if they continued in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. So we are seeing that the woman that overcomes is that woman that continue in faith, that continue to believe in what Jesus did at Calvary. Is that woman that continue to gaze upon Jesus in his word and then allow him transform her daily in holiness and in sobriety. So victory is possible. I, I have known and seen women who have, who, have been, who have divorced, whose husband divorced them and they've single-handedly raised their children by the grace and by the help of God and they are holding on. They are living in purity. They are living in holiness. They are living in righteousness. And God can help you also whatsoever life battle is for you. Psalm 68 verse 11 says, The Lord gave the word and great was the company of those that published it. Are you going to be amongst women who will publish this great word? Are you going to be amongst women who shout this happy news? God says, I have already provided you the way to victory. Victory is already provided. You need to arise and accept victory. Christ Jesus is the victory of God for humanity. As I round up, John 16 verse 33 says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me, are you saying, this is Jesus speaking here, in me you might have peace. You cannot find peace in alcohol, you know. You cannot find peace in pornography. You cannot find peace in cheating on your husband. You cannot find peace in quarreling with your in-laws. It is only in Jesus that you find peace. It says, in the world ye shall have tribulation. Are you seeing? The lot of mankind, the lot of human beings, whether Christians or non-Christian, is tribulation. But Jesus says, but be of good cheer. Why? I have, not I will, I have overcome the world. Woman, Christ has already overcome the world. He overcame the world. He overcame the world for you, for me. He brought the victory on your behalf and on my behalf. And I am praying that you will enlist into the company of women who are daily walking in victory despite what life is throwing at them. Amen.